Good morning. This is morning prayer for Monday, March 28th. Good morning, Lord. Thank you for calling me into prayer and for giving me words to call me into prayer. O Lord, I cry to you. In the morning, my prayer comes before you. I turn my heart now to the ancient prayers of your people found in the Psalms, O Lord. Psalm 90. Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You return man to dust and say, Return, O children of man, for a thousand years in your sight are but as yesterday when it is past, or as a watch in the night. You sweep them away as a flood. They are like a dream, like grass that is renewed in the morning. In the morning it flourishes and is renewed. In the evening it fades and withers. For we are brought to an end by your anger, by your wrath we are dismayed. You have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. For all our days pass away under your wrath. We bring our years to an end like a sigh. The years of our life are seventy, or even by reason of strength eighty, yet their span is but toil and trouble. They are soon gone and we fly away. Who considers the power of your anger and your wrath according to the fear of you? So teach us to number our days that we may get get a heart of wisdom. Return, O Lord, how long? Have pity on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad for as many days as you have afflicted us, and for as many years as we have seen evil. Let your work be shown to your servants. Let your glorious power to their children. Let the favor of the Lord God be upon us and establish the works of our hands upon us. Yes, establish the works of our hands. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end, Amen. Father, I thank you for the gift of silence, for the gift of space, space to be quiet or space to fill with song. Thank you for those gifts, Lord. Teach me to be silent. O Lord, I now open my heart and my mind to your good word from the Old Testament. This is Exodus 18. Jethro, priest of Midian and father-in-law to Moses, heard the report of all that God had done for Moses and Israel, his people. The news that God had delivered Israel from Egypt. Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, had taken in Zipporah, Moses' wife, who had been sent back home, 
and her two sons. The name of the one was Gershom, Sojourner, for he had said, I am a sojourner in a foreign land. The name of the other was Eliezer, God's help, because the God of my father is my help and saved me from death by Pharaoh. Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, brought Moses, his sons, and his wife there in the wilderness where he was camped at the mountain of God. He had sent a message ahead to Moses, I, your father-in-law, am coming to you with your wife and two sons. Moses went out to welcome his father-in-law. He bowed to him and kissed him. Each asked the other how things had been with him. Then they went into the tent. Moses told his father-in-law the story of all that God had done to Pharaoh and Egypt in helping Israel, all the trouble they had experienced on the journey, and how God had delivered them. Jethro was delighted in all the good that God had done for Israel in delivering them from Egyptian oppression. Jethro said, Blessed be God who has delivered you from the power of Egypt and Pharaoh who has delivered his people from the oppression of Egypt. Now I know that God is greater than all gods because he has done this to all those who treated Israel arrogantly. Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, brought a whole burnt offering and sacrifices to God. And Aaron, along with all the elders of Israel, came and ate the meal with Moses' father-in-law in the presence of God. The next day, Moses took his place to judge the people. People were standing before him all day long, from morning to night. When Moses' father-in-law saw all that he was doing for the people, he said, What's going on here? Why are you doing all this and all by yourself, letting everybody line up before you from morning to night? Moses said to his father-in-law, Because the people come to me with questions about God. When something comes up, they come to me. I judge between a man and his neighbor and teach them God's law and instructions. Moses' father-in-law said, This is no way to go about it. You'll burn out and the people right along with you. This is way too much for you. You can't do this alone. Now listen to me. Let me tell you how to do this so that God will be in this with you. Be there for the people before God, but let the matters of concern be presented to God. Your job is to teach them the rules and instructions, to show them how to live, what to do. And then you need to keep a sharp eye out for competent men, men who fear God, men of integrity, men who are incorruptible, and appoint them as leaders over groups organized by the thousand, by the hundred, by fifty, and by ten. They'll be responsible for the everyday work of judging among the people. They'll bring the hard cases to you, but in the routine cases, they'll be the judges. They will share your load, and that will make it easier for you. If you handle the work this way, you'll have the strength to carry out whatever God commands you and the people in their settings will flourish also. Moses listened to the counsel of his father-in-law and did everything he said. Moses picked competent men from all Israel and set them as leaders over the people who were organized by the thousand, by hundred, by fifty, and by ten. They took over the everyday work of judging among the people. They brought the hard cases to Moses, but in the routine cases they were the judges. Then Moses said goodbye to his father-in-law, 
who went home to his own country. This is the word of the Lord. Father, I'm so grateful for the prayers of all the saints and of all your people throughout history that guide us, that teach us. Thank you for this prayer that comes from a brother and sister. I pray this now to you, Lord, from the love of my own comfort, from the fear of having nothing, from a life of worldly passions. Deliver me, O God. From the need to be understood, and from a need to be accepted. From the fear of being lonely, deliver me, O God. From the fear of serving others, oh, and from the fear of death or trial, and from the fear of humility, deliver me, O God. And I shall not want, no, I shall not want. When I taste your goodness, I shall not want. When I taste your goodness, I shall not want. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to abide with you, for space in my day to pause, to enjoy communion with you. Help me to hear your voice. Thank you for your scriptures that articulate your words to us. Thank you for the ability to read. And again, thank you for the prayers of your people and of your scriptures that help me know that you are with me. Lord, would you give me a heart that acknowledges and enjoys the presence of Jesus. My heart so often uh, enjoys other things and acknowledges so many other things. And Lord, I forget how sweet your presence is. So would you do that work in my heart that I would jump out of bed to be in your presence and that my heart would acknowledge you and that would acknowledge that you are the giver of all good things. So I pray for a heart like that, Lord. Thank you for the work you're, you've already done in my heart and thank you in advance for the work that you will do in my heart to this end. Father, thank you for congregations of your people, gatherings of your people. Thank you for this church and for those who lead this church. And I pray particularly for Giorgio and Chris and Susan, the whole staff, for the elders and the deacons, for Kevin and the musicians, for all who lead your people in worship. 
what a necessary and helpful thing for us to be led in worship and not have to do it on our own or make it up as we go. So Lord, bless this congregation and those who lead this congregation. And please bless all the other congregations around us, in our city, in our nation, in our world. Thank you that there are congregations all over the world. And I pray for the leaders of those congregations well, that they would be grounded in truth and in love and led by your spirit. Father, I pray for activists and community organizers. Give us all hearts that long for justice, that thirst for righteousness, but Lord, I thank you this morning for those that actually are working for justice and righteousness. Would you bless their labors, Lord? May it bear fruit and bear witness to your goodness to those less fortunate, to the poor and the oppressed. Thank you for activists and organizers who um, stand up for those who are poor and oppressed, and the widows and the orphans, those who are hurting. Thank you for them, Lord. And I pray for them as, as that work takes courage and strength and stamina and help them to do all of this work in your name and by your strength. Father, I thank you for Jesus who came and lived a life and even taught us how to pray. So I pray the prayer that he taught us now. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Lord, I thank you for this time of prayer, this time to pause and to be with you. Thank you that you also send us out. I go out, Lord, with these words from the book of Matthew. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Amen.